Didn't we fight a war to be free from the British monarchy in the 1770s? Yet here we are with the whole Western world exploding about Prince Harry and his wife Meghan Markle. Let's talk about why this interview is actually a very important interview for social commentary on today's woke victimhood culture. Cue the intro. Welcome back to the channel. Make sure to smash that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, and share this darn video. So, unless you're living under a rock, you probably heard this past weekend of the volcanic, ground-shattering interview that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle had with Oprah Winfrey. And if you don't know who they are, uh, basically they're a popular royal couple in Great Britain because Meghan Markle was an American and the first person of color to join the royal family, which I disagree with because she's only like a quarter black and she looks completely white. But apparently having a small percentage of minority blood, like good old Elizabeth Warren over there, grants you the ever so coveted label of being a minority. So of course, this couple is super important because Meghan Markle ranks super high on the intersectionality oppression hierarchy because she's a female and she's BIPOC. So in this interview, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, under the guise of coming out with their struggles of being royalty, completely just slander the royal family. It essentially was a sauna where this royal couple bathed in steamy baths of victimhood for a whole hour complaining about how hard it is for both of them to be royalty. <laughs> Here's a clip that encapsulates that. Can you imagine how little sense that makes? I left my career, my life, I left everything because I love him, right? And our plan was to do this forever. For yeah, for us, for our for plan. For Can you imagine? Yeah, the oppressive struggle of leaving behind your acting career to be married into a royal family where you live off your mother-in-law, Princess Diana's $25 million endowment. That, my friends, is the definition of privilege. The real victim isn't the small business owner who lost everything they worked tirelessly to obtain for 30 years due to draconian lockdowns or the parents who lost their 10-year-old child to suicide from social isolation and shutting down schools. No, the real victim isn't the Syrian child being bombed by Beijing Biden or the Christian being locked, down, uh, locked up and tortured in the Middle East for preaching the gospel. No, the real victim here, of course, is Meghan Markle now moving into her $15 million, 18,000 square feet mansion in Southern California with nine bedrooms and 16 bathrooms and her multi-million dollar deals with Netflix and Spotify. <laughs> Man, I can only imagine how hard it must be for you to be an actress and then becoming a real life princess. Her name is fancy too, Duchess of Sussex. Like that's super royalty type stuff you only read about in historical textbooks and princess fairy tales. And as a princess, her whole life was set before her. All she had to do was learn fancy greetings and wave to crowds for a living. That's a darn freaking privileged life. But apparently that was oppressive. And she's not that great of a person either. There are tons of reports of her abusing her staff in the palace, you know, treating them poorly, lecturing them about their insensitivity to her race and being racist towards her, even though 
she's mostly white, so I really doubt it. And here's Meghan Markle complaining about the royal family potentially not giving her son Archie a royal title because of their concerns about his skin color. And also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And who, who is having that conversation with you? What? So, um... There is a conversation. Hold up, hold up. There's Stop several right now. There are several conversations. There's a about conversation it. with you. With Harry. About how dark your baby is going to be? Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Ooh. And you're not going to tell me who had the conversation? I think that would be very damaging to them. Okay. Okay, so here's a picture of their child. Look at him. He's whiter than Sean King. <laughs> That's really white, okay? I mean, look at him. He's as white as a basic sorority girl at a state university who makes avocado toast every morning. And I mean, watch the clip again. She looks like she's trying so hard not to laugh. Her acting is so bad. And I mean, it's not like I could do any better, but come on, man. My guess is that she actually made the story up to continue to victimize herself. Victimize herself. And these racist remarks, and she's not naming who made these racist remarks, she's essentially throwing the whole royal family under the bus and accusing them of racism. So racism is one of the ways she victimizes herself. Here's another way. Look at this clip. Do but you know, unlike what you see in the movies, there's no class on how to, how to speak, how to cross your legs, how to be royal. There's none of that training. That might exist for other members of the family. That was not something that was offered to me. So nobody tells you anything. No. Nobody prepares you. No, no I mean even, no, but even down. Yeah, sorry, but even down to like the national anthem. No yeah. one thought to say, "Oh, you're American. You're not going to know that." That's me late at night googling. How, what's the national, I've got to learn this. I don't want to embarrass them. I need to learn these 30 mm -hmm. hymns for a church. All of this is telling So before I address these complaints that she made, this cl clip also shows us how Meghan Markle wears the pants in the relationship and has Prince Harry under her feet. He tries to speak, but she cuts him off and she he shuts up like a puppy. Good old puppy he is. He's so emasculated and so many problems happen as a result of men who prostrate themselves to women because of equality and don't know how to lead a family in virtue. In doing, they don't learn how to be strong, and as a result, they victimize themselves. Like he did for the whole interview, bashing his family who raised him. But I think the fact that Meghan Markle complains about having to Google the British national anthem is the epitome of privilege. If Googling a national anthem is a genuine struggle for you, you might just be one of the most privileged people in the history of humanity. So we see here that victimhood is the new social currency and new treasured gold. And I've been pondering this all day yesterday as I reflected on the appeal of why so many privileged people victimize themselves. And I realized, and this is very important, 
the reason why so many people, so many privileged people are drawn to victimizing themselves is because we are inherently drawn to stories of overcoming struggles. So when there aren't any obstacles to triumph over, people create struggles for themselves and in their minds and grovel for a victim of narrative in a quest to find purpose and meaning in life. The human psyche is a very powerful thing. When it can, and it can enable you with the right mindset to have the power to uplift yourself and overcome truly terrible hardships, it can also bog you down and cause lots of mental distress. Privileged people who victimize themselves choose the latter instead of the former because that's what they do. And, and that's why, though the standards of living in the Western world have never been better in all of history, the suicide rates are the highest they've ever been. They convince themselves that they live in such an oppressive state and that toxic mindset leads to instability and distress. Now, I know Meghan Markle expressed a lot of thoughts of suicidality and depression and in the interview, which we should never, ever facetiously dismiss because mental health matters. And she seemed very genuine about it. But if your biggest struggles as royalty consist of having to Google a national anthem and learn fancy habits, then your mental struggles aren't from external forces, but it's all contrived and internal. This is not to undermine the depression she felt because I know what that feels like and it's a really dangerous, dark place to be. I'm just trying to dissect why she actually went through these mental struggles. And so if this is the case, what's the solution then? Jesus. Blaming other people for your internally contrived struggles is not the solution. Indoctrinating other people with anti-racism training is not the solution. Pitying her and validating a non-existent ex external struggle is not the solution. The solution, honestly, is Jesus. And for those of you who are watching this and, and you aren't religious, I'm sure you can agree with me that the departure from Judeo-Christian values is causing a lot of this craziness. So what does the Bible have to say about this? 2 Timothy 1.7 For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of, of power and love and self-control. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Romans 6, 14, For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under the law but under grace. Romans 8, 31, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, then who can be against us? Romans 8, 37, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. The word of God preaches a message of victory and boldness, not of victimization. That is of the devil. We have to bring back the hope of the gospel into these people's lives who believe that they have no need for a God. It is God who brings fulfillment, joy, peace, and life. Unfortunately, secular solutions rarely work. Telling Prince Harry and Meghan Markle to grow a pair and suck it up doesn't work because they're so deeply in the trenches of their self-inflicted victimhood. There needs to be a radical heart transformation to get these people out of their victimhood. Sure, there are many ways that other people have found their way out of victimizing themselves on their own accord, but not everyone is so self-reliant. And looking to the living God is a sure way to ensure a path towards victory. Anyways, that's my spiel. Hopefully that was really helpful and insightful. And yeah, I'll catch you guys in the next one. God bless you guys. Peace out.
Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Korean Christian Conservative. If you like this episode, make sure to share and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. I do the show weekly, and so stay on the alert to hear from your favorite Korean Christian Conservative. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.